There he goes. Hey, what's going on? Let me just, uh... How you doing? Oh man, this is the Flowway Show. Um, truly, truly, truly an honor um, to be talking to you tonight. Um, oh, Tico, I've talked to a lot of legends in the game. I've worked with a lot of great people, um, but I'm truly honored, man, um, to be talking to you. One of the guys who helped shape the culture and just inspired a generation. Um, of artists, you know, um, entertainers, um, man, the legendary Jackson family, um, Tito Jackson, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, my brother, man, it's an honor to be talking to you tonight. Well, thank you, thank you, I'm honored that you enjoyed the music in the past. There we go. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, there we go, I just need some value, there we go. I didn't hear you that first, my brother. How are you, man? How you feeling, Tito? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yes, I'm bless. doing good. Bless, 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 bless. You know, you have this new album out, um, a blues album, um, Under Your Spell. Um, you know, prior to the conversation, I got a chance to uh, to listen to some of it. Um, and it seems like you had a lot of fun putting it together. Um, yeah. I know your father played the blues. Um you know, was blues something you always wanted to do um, in your career? Yeah, something that I really enjoy. I started playing guitar from playing blues uh, by watching my uncle Luther and my father jam on the weekends in, in the living room. So that's where it started way back then. And brothers used to do a lot of blues in their, in their uh, show list uh, prior to the Motown days. But once we started having our own hit records and stuff that sort you know we we dropped the blue stuff unless the microphone went out or somebody split the pans and needed a wardrobe change and then they helped me stall time and play blues for a few minutes you know and that's the only time that i got to play it since then but i had always told myself if i do a solo album i'm gonna do a blues album and the first album wasn't blues tito time was more uh, a fan pleaser. I wanted to do some music for my fan base, basically. And this album here, I wanted to basically do the type of music that everyone can enjoy, whether you, you're a blues lover or not. You know, it's kind of music you don't mind listening to at a barbecue or a family gathering or that type of thing. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what was... What was the process, your mind process, with going into this project? Because of course, um, it's your it's your first blues album. What was the what was the process for you? Well, I, I've been doing uh, blues uh, live for the last twenty plus years, and uh, I just felt it was time to do another recording, so I decided to make this one a blues album. But uh, I had played all over the world, uh, many blues crews. Uh, Japan, the UK, Europe, France, Australia. I've, I've been everywhere with my blues. And this is the first time going to attempt a blues album, you know. So, mm. you know, it was fun putting it together, especially knowing that most of my friends that would participate in the album would be doing pretty much practically nothing because of the COVID lockdown. So it was pretty easy 
to get uh, a participation in that, that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've read somewhere um, that you had dedicated this album to your mother, Miss uh, Catherine. Miss Catherine. Yes. yes, I did. She's a blues lover and uh, she enjoyed blues ever since we were young as well. So I thought it'd be something to have her listen to her son's blues, you know, and I guess add it to her collection of songs mm-hmm. that she knows. Yes, and plus to d- dedicate to my mom, no one else is as precious to me, you know, so, you know, I would like to make her proud and happy. And that would be a great thing to see her see my, my record become successful. The first single um, on the album, Love One Another. Right. Um, you know, perfect timing for the climate, you know, that the world is in today. Is this, did you plan it that way? Did you plan to, you know, well, what, that for people to receive, uh, receive well, it that way? Well, what had happened, my partner, my writing partner and producer friend, uh, we we had finished the album and uh, we had lived with it a few days and I just felt something was not right with it, you know. And 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 I and I told my friend, I said, we need to write a song about what's going on in this crazy world we're living in today, you know. And uh, that's what came up to love one another, you know, to be reminding the the world to. You, you know, look out for your brotherhood, you know? So that's mm-hmm. how that all came about. And to give participation in the songs as far as my brother to participate and Bobby Rush and, and, and Kenny Neal, that was easy. And the video, uh, 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 which I, I, I admire very much, uh, I have a lot of guest appearances on that as well, you know, so... You know, uh, starting with from Magic Johnson to her Kardashians to uh, 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 um, um, uh, my mind just went blank for a second. My family, Janet, my mom, my brothers, uh, Chris Tucker, uh, uh, just a whole lot of celebrities in that video sharing the message to love, you know, of love. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a, the message is actually stronger than the song itself. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, another record that um that stood out to me was the BB King's record, um, with his daughter Claudette, um, "Rock Rock Me Baby." Right. Um, right. You know how how did how did this record come together? Well, that's- I had been traveling with the BB King band for a few years. Uh, because BB always wanted them to continue to work. Uh, he had said that a few times in press, and also he had mentioned that, you know, to me and others in the band. Uh, uh, but uh, then uh, Claudette was singing with the band, and uh, they had done a few shows, I think one or two with Bonnie Raitt, and, and, and they weren't doing too much, nothing. Then the idea came up, let's uh, do a tribute to B.B., you know, um, that was the song that was chosen, and who else they have on it with me other than his daughter, you know, singing, mm. so, but uh, uh, George Benson got involved, we had a track with no no vocals, nothing, just music that the saxophone player had put together, basically, uh, uh, 
just a basic rhythm track. And, and, and uh, we were going to head it out to uh, Reno, I believe. And uh, our, the, the stagehand was a friend of George Benson's, uh, the stage manager. And uh, he had mentioned that we would be coming through. So George invited the complete band, including myself, to his home, you know, and uh, we had mentioned about the song to him and telling him that uh, we have this song we like, you know, you to play on it, if you're down with it and this whole thing. And <clears throat> he was eager to do it. We went in a studio that he records in all the time and put it down and then put the vocals down at the same time and, and, and all the guitar work and everything else. That's what came out of it. You know, it's a it's a good uh, uh, a remake of uh, Rockin' Me, Baby. Amazing. And, and it's amazingly put together. Um, you know, we've known you throughout your career to play the guitar. Um, is there any other instruments um, that you play or that you played on the album? No, not really. You know, um, I play... Um, at the piano, you know, sometime when I'm writing or whatever, you know, I used to be a saxophonist when I was much younger. I played in my school band and such, you know, when I was a young man, I played also played bass fiddle, you know, but right now my, my instrument is guitar. Mm -hmm. And you first picked up the guitar at seven, eight, some that somewhere around there, my mom says, you know, uh, I was just young, young guy trying to be like my father, you know, watching everything he did, you know, he used to tell us don't touch his guitar until I broke a string and he found out I've been playing it and beat my butt, then put it in my, my lap and said, show me what you know. <laughs> I, was, I was playing and crying and the whole thing and he looked at my mother and said, he's really trying to play this guitar, huh? He's playing something. She said, Joe, I told you he's not playing with your guitar. He really wants to play it. My father gave me the guitar and said he was by himself or another. But he wanted me to learn all the songs I liked on the radio. So I learned a lot of Motown, uh, Temptations, and Izzy's was going on at that time, you know, a couple of James Brown things, you know. And... Brothers, me, Jermaine, and Jackie would uh, be in the room, you know, rehearsing, we called it, trying to be like the highest leading attempts or what have you. Mike, Michael Marlon were babies, you know, they were basically four and five years old, you know, and, uh, but they were begging to be in our group and we would tell them they were too young, you know, just they were playing with little toys, rolling cards on the floor still, you know. <laughs> And uh, but Michael had a, a school play. I believe he was like four or five years old and he had a, a, a part where he sang his little solo part or sung the song. And we couldn't believe how his voice was. We rushed him home, put him in the group right away. You know, uh, uh, Marlon Beggs, me too, yeah. So we were, uh, then we fought all the boys we're singing this before Randy was even born. And my father would be yelling, be quiet and then making all that noise in the room, you know. 
I, I need to get my sleep. You know, I'm getting ready to go to work in a few hours. And uh, one day my mom told me he needs to listen to us because I think they might have something. That's what my mother said. My father said, them boys can't say. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> I need to mess around. Yeah. And she said, no, something to do. I think he needs to listen to him. He gave us the audition, you know, and uh, his mouth flew open. He heard something because uh, 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 he rushed and got bought mics, phones, a PA system, bought all this stuff on 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 a, like a loan type of thing with the music store. Bought amps, five mic stands, and the PA system, and we rehearsed every day, relentlessly. So, yeah. Those were the- you know, you know. So in in a way, you know, I never looked at it like this, and I know this story, but in a way, you kind of you 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 messing around with the the guitar, um, kind of inspired, you know, kind of like formed the group in a way. Well, you could say that, you know, but uh, we had Jermaine and Jackie and I. My mom, it was my mom that used to sing a lot of uh, country and western songs like. Cotton Field Back Home. And we used to harmonize on that one song with her, you know, uh, <clears throat> before anything, you know, because she'd be washing dishes and singing. We're in there drying them, you know, one drying them, another one putting them in the shelf, you know, and we're singing this song together. Yeah, so I think it started way back then, just the singing portion. portion. But in the bedroom with the guitar and the brothers learning songs, trying to be harmony, to be like the temps and all that. I think we all are responsible for putting the group together. Everyone contribute, you know. Everyone truly did. No. Um, you know, Michael, Michael birthday, um, you know, just passed, and you know, he would have been uh what, 63, um, if he was still here. Yes. Yes. You know, we, we all miss him dearly, dearly. Um, I know you have so many memories um, with your brother. Um, yes. Can you recall, like, a, a favorite all-time memory, you know, that you always cherish? Well, they all are good. You know, one, one of my favorite memories of him is his performance on the Motown 30th, because no one knew what he would be doing. We just knew whatever he would do would be good. Oh, so, he, so, yeah, so, so you guys didn't know he was going to do the movie? Well, well, we knew he knew how to do it because he he is not the only brother that could do that. It was also Marlon was able to do it, and I think that's about it. I never attempted it, <laughs> you know. So um, Marlon was able to pull it off as well, but uh, we didn't know he was going to throw it in that song. That was something we used to do as a joke, you know, around the house, you know, just uh, you know. Just walking back, thinking it's cute and funny, you know. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know he was gonna throw it in that song, and that's you know that that really for the people the first time seeing that that really uh, you know meant something. Wow, wow! You know, every 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 um so often, right? We 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 get these documentaries and we get these books um, with these, these negative things um, said, said about your brother. Um, you know, 
when you see these things, like, do these things take a toll on you and your family mentally, or you kind of just brush it off and, and keep going about your, about your right. life? Right. You know, when you're in the family and you know the family and then you know the person that they're saying things, you don't really take heed to because it's a bunch of BS. And I sort of always brush it off. I don't even want to hear it because it's a bunch of crap for me. And, mm-hmm. it, and it ain't the first time that a person has been ridiculed and oppressed like this and had been totally innocent of it, you know, especially us, you know, if you know what I mean. So I look at it as, as torture, actually. All of that is is responsible why MJ is not here today. I say I'm not blaming that solely, but that's a big part of it as well. You know, just the whole demeanor of that, or that's filled in, and that spirit around him wasn't a good thing. You know, it's been it's been um, seven years, um, about seven years, I think, um, since we gotten um, a Michael album. Um, Escape was the last album. Um, I know he probably has hundreds of records. Um, will, will we ever be getting, you know, maybe a Jackson Five or? Jackson, the Jackson record you will be getting, but I don't know. I can't speak for the state of Michael because I don't know what the plans are as far as musical. And how how soon do we maybe get in the Jackson album? Well, we're hoping to put something together within the next uh, within this year. Jackie and I were just talking about getting in the studio just a few days ago. So hopefully we get something. We do have some things started, but touring the pandemic and all this stuff really slow things down. And one brother lives here. Another one lives in Atlanta. Another one lives in LA. Another one lives in Vegas. So, you know, it's got to be done in a way to to accommodate everyone to be in the same place. Uh, and I have a few ideas how to get that done, you know, because uh, I'll just bring my laptop and a, a good microphone and a good a- a interface and we could do it in the hotel room. For <laughs> we, we spend a lot of time in hotels, you know. Hmm. We can do it. it ain't the first time we recorded in a hotel you know, or it's done drops and things and they come out great vocally. So, you know. Have you ever recorded in a, in a tour bus? Yes. Um, matter of fact, uh, some, of, some of the vocals on um, my album was done in my tour bus. So, yes. Wow. Destiny, as a matter of fact, I had a motorhome that we used to drive to the beach. And, and and we wrote Dest- a lot of the Destiny album in that and recorded parts in there, right in the motorhome. You know, I've seen um I've seen Paris, um, your niece um, releasing music, and you know her voice is is, is beautiful. Um, by the way, um, thank you. You know, I, have have you gave her any tips or? Anything to help her, you know, help her shape to help um, shape her to be the next, you know, superstar. I personally haven't. Paris is a natural, you know, coming up around music as all the other Jacksons. Of course, she she's gonna 
learn rhythm and notes and all that. She's a natural type of music that she's doing, but I have not given her any tips. If she needs any uh, any tips, I would be glad to give them to her, but she I don't think she needs any tips. She's doing well. <laughs> well I'm very I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of her. Because she was a young lady, I never imagined that she would be a singer, you know. And she's doing well. She's enjoying singing and acting as well. So I wish her a lot of love and luck. There we go. You know, um, I always ask everyone uh, who talks to me, um, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy is what it is, you know, member of the Jackson 5, you know, played the guitar, uh, um, and whatever people think of me, I guess that's what it is going to be. So I just like people to remember the music that my brothers and I created together and, and the love we tried to share with the world and bringing people hearts together, basically. We, we will. We will. Um, you know, you see generations, um, you know, uh, my my kids know who you know who you are. Um, I told my oldest daughter she was eight. Um, to, you know, tonight I'm gonna be talking to Tito Jackson. She was like, Tito Jackson from the Jackson Five, and and you know, it was like a, it was a shock to me because we we always knew that she knew who Michael was. We know that she knows the Jacksons, right? But I didn't know that she knew your names. <laughs> so, so, so I was like, no, you know, she was like, yeah, it's uh, Tito, uh, Jermaine, um, Janet Jackson, I know Janet Jackson, and I was just like amazed. So, you know, um, the music that you you all have uh, created, your family, man, we cherish it, we love it, we appreciate you, you. Um, and, you know, the Blues album is amazing, by the way. Um, you have Stevie Wonder on there. Um, you have your brothers on there. You have Claudette King um, on there. And even um, her. And you know, so it's it's an amazing album. Um, any tour planned for for near yes, future? We're planning, like we plan to go out um, in the, in uh, October, and I have an engagement at a festival. And Long Beach that's coming up shortly too. The date I cannot tell you because it's not in front of me, but it's within the next month or so. So okay, Long Beach, Long, Long Beach. Beach. So they just gotta go. They just gotta go look that up. They'll be able to find it right there on the internet. Yes, or on my website, TitoJackson.com. Thank you so much, Tito. Thank you for your time once again, man. I appreciate you for joining me. Um, we're gonna continue to support. Under Your Spell is out on all streaming platforms. Um, video Love One Another is out. Um, anything else? Anything else you may re be releasing from the project? Any more music, videos, or anything? Basically, you may find me on uh, Papa 3 Instagram or Tito Jackson 5 or TitoJackson.com. That's basically it. There we go. Be blessed, my brother. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you again. Thank you, Floyd. Peace. Peace.